Welcome, 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 friends. I am so happy to have you here with me today. Thank you for joining me. I wanted to talk about one of the questions I get asked most. It is always the number one question that people ask me, and that is, how do you grow your following on social media, particularly on Instagram? So I want to preface this and I want to start off by saying it is always my opinion that you want to worry about the quality of your followers, not the quantity of your followers. Because as a farm, you can build such a beautiful business and have such a great community of customers with a small social media following. Most farmers, I can't speak for everybody, but most farmers aren't looking necessarily to be online influencers or social media influencers. They're looking to sell their products. I know that that's why I'm on social media. I'm not looking to grow my following for endorsements, for sponsorships. Those things are great, but that's not personally why I opened up social media accounts. I opened them up because I wanted to sell my pasture-raised meat to customers. I needed to find people to buy my farm goods. So to me, I can't handle 100,000 followers. I can't handle that many customers. So to me, a following is great when they're invested in me and invested in my business. So I care about the quality of the followers that I attract. It doesn't matter to me if I've got a follower in Kansas. I mean, they're welcome and I appreciate them and I love on them just as much as my local customers, but I don't sell meat into that area. So to me, I care more about people who are going to be in my area and I care about attracting those customers first. So my number one tip is going to be to show up no matter how few followers you have. We all start out at one. We all start out with our mom or our husband or our brother or our best friend. And it's a matter of nurturing your community, no matter how small it is. So that means showing up and posting consistently quality content instead of worrying about the fact that you might only have a handful or a hundred or 200 followers. You need to show up for those people and continue showing up for them because that's how you grow. That's how people feel appreciated. And when people feel appreciated, they're more likely to contact comment and interact with your content, which therefore bumps you to the algorithms on Instagram and gets your contact content out into the public and out to more people. So you want to make sure that you are showing up for people. You also want to make sure you remember that social media is there for you to be social. So it's a two-way street. You can't just consistently be throwing out content and not taking the time to communicate and have conversations and be social. So one of the rules that I always try to leave for myself is to make a point of showing up for other people and showing them love and commenting on their posts when I log into social media. I log in and I want to make sure that I'm going into accounts of people who could potentially be customers of mine or who have similar customers. So I want to go on and comment to people who are in my community. I want to go and comment on people who maybe shop at the local farmer's market that I sell at. That's a really great way to expose yourself to people who could potentially be your customer, which is ultimately the followers that you want to have. So one thing that I always make sure that I do is I regularly go onto the page of the farmer's markets I attend and I check out the photos that they're tagged in. So I pop over on Instagram, go onto their page, check out who has tagged them in photos, and I pop over to their account and I leave them a valuable 
comment on that photo. Typically, the people who are tagging a farmer's market in their photos are shoppers at the farmer's market. There will be vendors in there as well, but there's absolutely going to be shoppers in there sharing their market haul. So I take the moment, even if they're not shopping with me, and I thank them very much. I don't leave a spammy comment. You don't want like a follow me or anything like that. What you want is to be leaving a valuable comment, thanking them for supporting the farmer's market, thanking them for supporting local agriculture, and telling them how valuable they are to farmers as a whole. So I'll take the time to go on there. And if they've never heard of me before, or they've never shopped with me before, I'm now getting brand exposure to them and name recognition to them. They're going to see a thoughtful comment left on their photo and say, who is that with Central Park Farms? And they will likely go over to my my page. And as long as I'm showing up and providing valuable comment content, there's a very good chance that they'll give me a follow. So it's a great way to kind of get more exposure. And if they have heard of me, and if they have shopped with me, maybe they they didn't realize I was on social media. And now they've had an opportunity to realize and they have a chance to come and follow me. So it's really important to get in there and just really be social and communicate and take the time to comment on other people's pages. Another thing that's really important is you want to make sure you're providing value and not just selling to people. Gary Vee is a very popular marketer, and he always says you want to jab three times before you write hook. So it's jab, 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 right hook, meaning you want to provide content at least three times that is not salesy. It's either educational or inspirational or entertaining in some way before you try to sell to somebody. Because social media, as much as we use as, use it as a tool to sell, that's not why people are on it. People aren't on it for a constant commercial. They're on it to learn and, and have fun and enjoy and see beautiful pictures and see entertaining videos. So the last thing that you want to do is sit on your social media page and not be social and just sit there and tell people to buy your things. So it's always important that we're providing value to the community of people who follow us. That's how you end up getting more people interested in your account. The beautiful thing about being a farmer and having a farm account is there's so much content around you every day, whether you raise animals, whether you grow vegetables, there's teaching opportunities, there's education opportunities, there's inspiration as being a business owner, and people are starting to get more disconnected from where their food comes from, and they're more interested in getting back to understanding, getting back connected with where their food comes from. So there's a lot of opportunity right now as a farmer to create beautiful content that people are very interested in. So it's a matter of peppering in your sales pieces. By all means, I definitely want you to be using it as a tool to sell. But I've always found for my business, we've grown the most and we've had the most positive feedback and the most people interested in purchasing from us when we have been authentically us and shared what our life is like on the farm and our day-to-day running of our business and our farm. So it's always something to keep in mind. Now, those are just a few tangible tips to help you grow your following on Instagram. But remember, creating valuable content and loving on your followers will always lead to more organic growth. And at the end of the day, please don't get bogged down by vanity matrix. Now, this next one might be a little bit hard on some of you to hear, but I am absolutely the biggest fan of hanging out in Instagram stories. But unfortunately, It's not Instagram stories that actually grows your account following. It nurtures your current following and it supports them and it provides content and value for them. 
but your Instagram stories is not where you gain followers. You gain followers through IGTV, through your main feed posts, and now through Instagram reels. So you want to make sure that you're not neglecting that main feed posts and just spending all of your time over in your stories because your stories are great and you need to do them and I want you doing them, but that is for your current followers. So if your goal is to expand your following, you need to make sure that you're also spending time producing content for your main feed. And with that content becomes a hashtag strategy. So you want to make sure you're also using hashtags properly. And the way to do that is to make sure that you're using hashtags that are niched down and also that apply to your location. So if you sell meat locally and you're not doing shipping all over North America or all over the US or all over Canada, then you want to make sure you're keeping in mind the local niche hashtags that will give you customers in your area. For me, I'm located just outside of Vancouver, British Columbia, so it's important to me to pick hashtags that are relative to the location that I'm in so that I can draw in those Vancouver customers, the people who are actually in the area to buy my products. So you want to make sure that you're using appropriate hashtags, and you also want to take a look at the size of your account and use hashtags that are in the same level of your reach. So if I use the hashtag, hashtag organic, that's such a huge massive following on that hashtag and it's not going to show up. My posts are never going to show up in that hashtag. But if I niche down to something much smaller and and that has the reach of say 5,000, 10,000, up to 50,000 people following that hashtag, you want to be in that area because that's the sweet spot where you're not going to get buried in the hashtag love and hashtag farming. You want to niche down and use a variety of different hashtags to be able to attract customers. You also need to keep in mind that the hashtags you use can't be what your competitors are searching for. It needs to be what your customers or potential customers or wannabe customers are searching for. It's what they are searching for in order to find your business. So make sure you're keeping that in mind. Those are just a few different ideas on how you can go about growing your Instagram following. But do keep in mind, the number one thing is to make sure that you are being social, creating great content, and getting out there and taking time to interact with other people. That's how you grow community. That is what matters on social media. And it's important to remember, do not let yourself get bogged down by vanity metrics. Those numbers, they are important, but not as important as your self-worth and not as important as how many customers you have. Because a big number on Instagram doesn't necessarily mean those people are shopping with you. You want engaged, quality customers who actually want to spend money with your business. That is what matters at the end of the day. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to hit subscribe so that I can come and join you each week with free tips, tricks, and tangible ideas to grow your farming business online. Now let's get growing. 